Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, everybody out there. It's Tim Kennard here with Positively Wrestling Evolved. With me, as always, it is Steven Davidson. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing okay. I like that. You like that intro? I like there was counting. Yes, yes. We, we wrestling fans love counting backwards from 10. We do. We do. We've talked about this. It's our favorite thing. And then I'm a math teacher, too. So, hey, hey. All kinds of great things coming together. But uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, it's been a year. Happy birthday. That's right. One year we have been doing this podcast. Uh, we appreciate everyone that listens, all the support. Uh, thank you, everyone, from the bottom of our hearts. Uh, this passion project of ours. Uh, we enjoy doing it every week. We look forward to it. And uh, now that we've kind of switched that format, and we're, we're, we're exclusively doing the women's wrestling. You know, we feel like we found our our purpose our niche that you know we want to be in uh but again thank you to everyone for coming along for the ride we do appreciate it happy birthday yes 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 uh lots to talk about this week most definitely uh as we're gearing up for survivor series and turning point and all kinds of great stuff coming up this week but um First, before we get into that, I did pose a trivia question last week, and uh, it was, who was the first female announcer to appear in a WWE video game? And I got you on this one, Um, and you even said who you thought it wasn't for sure, and that was... Stephanie Wyand. And it was Stephanie Wyand. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. I know it's crazy, but uh, for those of you that remember, uh, on Super Nintendo and Genesis, there was WWF Raw, uh, one of my favorite games, wrestling-wise, uh, especially on Super Nintendo. Diesel had a caber toss. Remember that? Yes, caber toss. I love the super moves they had. Those were unique. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, literally threw his opponent like a caber, like you see in you know the Scottish competitions. Yeah, um, but on 32X, they released the game as well, Sega's little add-on to the Genesis, and it had an exclusive character in uh, uh, Quang. <laughs> yep. Uh, and instead of the King and JR, it had Gorilla Monsoon and Stephanie Wyan on commentary. <laughs> Oh, so bizarre some odd uh trivia there she was you. never on commentary she did backstage interviews yeah so very odd that that was their choice <laughs> she certainly never worked with gorilla on screen that's craziness <laughs> yeah um but uh just thought i'd get get that out the way for anyone who was waited waiting with bated breath <laughs> for that answer um uh, but yeah welcome to the show uh i guess we'll kick things off and let you take us down our rundown this week of our math 
based wrestling. Pop quiz, hot shot. All right. So this week in the major promotions, we had 36 women's matches. That's eight stardom, eight AEW, five WWE, four impact, three shine, three NXT, two NWA, two ring of honor, and one NXT UK. Total seconds, 15,372 or an hour's minutes and seconds. That's four hours, 25 minutes, 25 seconds for a drop of 22.5% from last week. Now, Stardom only had one show this week. So that probably is really what accounts for that. Whereas they had like three last week. True. Um, Match average though, seven minutes, seven seconds, a drop of 13.4%. But still higher than the first week we did this so it's not the worst we've seen um we had some pretty good lengthy matches the longest match was natalia markova versus ivalice velez at wwn battle of the belts at 17 minutes 34 seconds but we had some pretty short ones too in fact we had a bunch in a row uh the shortest being (sighs) oh aew ruby soho versus high on one minute 21 seconds on dark wow yeah, so every week it's been an AEW match that's been the shortest because of Dark and uh, Dark Elevation. Elevate, that's right, right? Elevation. Yes, Elevation. Yeah, okay, it didn't sound right when I said it. <laughs> um, but we had a bunch of short matches in a row, really, after starting with Dark Elevation and running all the way through that and Raw and then NWA and then uh, Dark um, until we finally got to the main event of NXT with Raquel and Dakota Kai, which went over 11 minutes. But we had like 10 in a row that were five and a half minutes or less, pretty much. Um, until then, the average was actually pretty good. Um, yeah. But yeah, Monday, Monday into Tuesday really, really kind of drugged the average down. But um, not the worst we've seen. And it was a pretty fun week, I thought. Yeah. Uh, very enjoyable week in wrestling. Uh, on the show today, of course, we're going to kick off a SmackDown. We're going to talk some uh, impact. Uh, we're going to get into that WWN Battle of the Belts and some of the results there. We've got uh, some stuff from Honor for All. Uh, we've Honor. got some uh, some Stardom. Uh, then we've got uh, AEW, of course. And um, we will be, of course, wrapping up with uh, NXT. NXT UK and of course Raw. So let's jump into SmackDown and big implications this past week for Survivor Series. They've been playing hot potato with some of these positions on these teams on the men's side and on the women's. Really? Only on SmackDown though. But only on SmackDown. Um, But uh, well, no, Raw. Well, okay, women's side only on on smackdown correct yeah oh yeah Um, yeah yeah because of the ray and yeah ray and dom uh but uh, on smackdown of course we had uh it was a a three on three it was a six woman yes match correct yeah um yeah it was uh aliyah sasha and naomi against shayna and natalia and shotzi yes and aliyah in her first televised like smackdown match Mm-hmm. Uh, picks up the win, pins Natalia, and you know, congratulations, Aaliyah. It earned you a spot off of the Survivor Series team. <laughs> we which got makes, bumped. 
no he got sense. bumped like you were the guest following Norm Macdonald on Conan. That's what <laughs> happened to you. You got bumped. Yeah. So uh, weird, weird that they yeah. went this way. But of course, uh, breaking news right before we sat down to record the show, Sonia Deville took to Twitter and announced that Tony Storm is going to be taking that spot. Yeah. Well, this was part of the storyline with Naomi and Sonia because she asked Aaliyah if she knew Naomi and how well she knew Naomi. And when Aaliyah hesitated to answer, knowing that Sonia wasn't going to like the answer, she said, mm. you're off the team. Uh, um, so it was, it was tying into the Naomi stuff. Um, I, I like that they gave Aaliyah a moment. They didn't just like, totally bury her on her first night out like they gave her a win they gave her a moment and they made it look unfair they didn't make it look like she wasn't worthy of the spot in fact it was the other way around they made it look like she deserved the spot and had it taken anyway which is going to create some sympathy for her yeah much better than at least she didn't like take the pin and then then it happened right you know they let her get a little bit of shine which is really nice um and then we'll speaking about of shine, we'll talk about shine later. I'm looking forward to it. It was actually a fun, a fun little thing with shine. Yes. Um, but speaking of Tony storm, Charlotte, <laughs> just ignored me. I did. <laughs> <You're> just totally. <laughs> okay, we're talking fine. Down right now. <laughs> we'll get to shine later. <laughs> All right. I'm looking forward to it. I know. I know. Um, but Charlotte Flair comes out, you know, cuts her promo on uh, Becky setting up for survivor series. And, and we were even, uh, kind of joking about it because we actually got to watch this together we hung out Mm -hmm. last weekend so which was really awesome but um that the whole roster (laughs) women's roster (laughs) was pretty much on the show it's like except for tony and then of course zia lee who hasn't debuted yet (laughs) we're like okay so i was like okay tony is gonna come out and challenge charlotte and she did (laughs) that's exactly what happened there was and charlotte turned her down (laughs) yeah I said, nope. It's like, yeah. uh, you ain't got many options here, Charlotte. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, no kidding. Can't be turning challengers away. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the, the problem here is the same problem we'll talk about with Liv a little later is that we've got people challenging for these titles that they have buried leading up to these challenges. So it's, look, Tony versus Charlotte will be an incredible match more than yes. likely unless something goes horribly wrong it should be a great match um i, t- I talked last week about how i have an ember shirt mm-hmm. i have a tony shirt too that's how mm-hmm. much i like her um so it should be a great match it's not that and it's not tony it's that they barely used her and the last we saw she got beaten by Zelina in the first round of the queen's crown tournament i still want to say queen's quest um <laughs> And now she's challenging for the championship. Look, for me, it's cool. Yeah. For me, it's cool. Right. For you, it's cool. But for people who don't know Tony Storm, they're going to be like, what is this? Like, why is she having a title shot? There's no way she's going to win. I'm not going to get invested. Yeah. And I also, it's kind of odd that they're pulling the trigger, you know, like this right before Survivor Series when Sasha's on deck. Yeah basically to take on charlotte um so 
that th- they could work that into the story. They could have some sort of Tony versus Sasha thing. They yeah. could still build Tony before the match actually happens. That could take place. Yeah. Um, but just right now, if I didn't know Tony Storm, I would be thinking, who is she to be challenging for the title? Yeah. Um, and I agree. It's like, and you're right. It's it, kind of on both sides, burying the talent. And then now they're the number one contenders, basically, or seemingly getting ready yeah, to or at least a challenger challenger. They're getting ready yeah. to challenge possibly for uh, the championship or at least take on the I, champion. I'm I sure Liv this is Liv is number one. She, she earned. The, yeah. She earned her number yeah, one contendership. Yeah, yeah. Tony will probably wrestle Charlotte this week in a contenders match. <laughs> yes. Championship contenders match. Oh God. Uh, but yeah, that's about all we have from SmackDown for the women though. Um, mm-hmm. So let's jump on over to impact and start off with Savannah Evans taking on Rachel Ellerling. Ellering. Um, Ellering. 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 <laughs> I said Ellerling, didn't I? Yeah. That's what you always say. You like that extra L. I do. Uh, yeah. Rachel Eller, Ellering. I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> oh, my God. Just like Queen's Quest. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Did you Rachel, do it with Paul Ellering, too? Ellering. Yeah, I, I think I have. I think when I've ever I've talked about him, I've, I've put the extra L in there, too. That's For some reason, funny. I've always thought that's what it was. Yeah. Who knows? Um, but uh, what do you think? Uh, it was it was pretty solid. Uh, we haven't really talked about either one of them since we started doing Evolved. Um, they wrestle pretty, not each other necessarily, but they're, they're on TV pretty frequently, both of yeah. them. Um, and, uh, for me, Rachel Ellering has improved a lot since she was in the May Young Classic. I actually wasn't that impressed with her when I saw her there. Um, everybody online was telling me I was supposed to be, but I, I knew what I saw and there were, there were, there were some issues with what I saw, but she's much better now. And I'm enjoying Rachel Ellering now. And Savannah Evans, too, kind of stepped in. She's with uh, Tasha Steeles now that Kira Hogan is gone. And they're mm-hmm. kind of a, um, a, a mind and the muscle pairing, pretty much. Yeah. Um, with Savannah Evans kind of taking care of business for Tasha Steeles. Um, and Tasha Steeles does help. Savannah Evans win this match. Yep. Um, really nothing on the line here, anything, but you know, just a nice little match. And it took place not on impact, but on before the impact. Ah, yes. Yes. So, um, you know, that's worth, it's worth checking out before the impact. Cause they do every week have one exclusive match just yet for before the impact, which is their pre-show an hour long pre-show. Um, so yeah, it was uh, a nice little pleasant surprise there. Uh, I thought Rachel Ellering was going to win, but yeah, it was fine. It was good. I tell you what, just kind of sidetracking for a second. I think it's it's interesting when we look at the evolution of wrestling in general uh, with shows that you know back in the day it was you know just the pay per view. There was no pre show. The pre show started getting added. Now we have pre shows to weekly shows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like and and after shows and after shows. shows. Yeah, it's like it's kind of crazy the amount of content yes. that now gets produced around wrestling. Yeah, um, I mean it's almost twenty four seven. Almost, it, it it feels like almost everything I do is either work or watch wrestling right now. Yeah, and and play Animal Crossing. Yep, <laughs> those are the three <laughs> things that I'm doing. Um, but yeah, so just kind kind of crazy to think about. But uh, yeah, yep. m- moving on. Of course, we had Decay. Uh, taking on the undead bridesmaids, kind of a, a tune up on their 
road to the rematch against the inspiration coming up at turning point. That's decay's rematch. Decay's rematch. Yeah. Yeah. Decay Uh, being uh, Rosemary and Havoc. Mm -hmm. And uh, they kind of make very quick work. It was dead bridesmaids. Yeah. In fact, I can, I can tell you it was uh, two minutes and nine seconds that uh, Jessica Havoc and Rosemary defeated Brandy Loren and Kimberly. Um, I, I expected Decay to win. I didn't expect it to be that quick. Yeah. I kind of expected maybe the inspiration to get involved. Yeah. Um, but they, they didn't. But then they vow to make the undead bridesmaids pay yes. for the loss. So they'll be taking them on. Um, on tonight, as we're recording, tonight for us. Tonight for yeah. us on the new episode of Impact. Uh, you think it goes longer or shorter? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I like I like that's what we're predicting now. What's the over under um, on this? <laughs> I'm I'm gonna say at least longer than 209. I'm not saying it's gonna be a 15 minute match, but I think it goes longer than 209. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think it does go longer. Um, the, the inspiration is not exactly a team that comes in and cleans house, right? And yeah, uh, they're more the I guess methodical yeah and and clever kind of trickster type yeah they they use their brains to win the matches um and then of course we had mercedes martinez taken on madison rain uh in what i thought was a pretty decent match Mm -hmm. uh and mercedes of course gets the upper hand and then uh after the match madison rain uh starts the beat down gets a chair uh is going to start going to town on her, but then Mickey makes the save and helps up Mercedes. And then Mercedes picks her up, slams her down. And uh, yeah, they're, they're geared up for turning point. I am, I, again, I am so looking forward to this match. I don't Saturday. know. I don't know how to call it. Yeah. That, and that's the, mm, this one is one of those. You could literally probably flip a coin. Yeah, because uh, I can see this going either way. Um, I would I'm lo- going to say Mickey. My heart is with Mickey. Uh, I love Mickey to death. She is my all-time favorite female uh, performer and women's wrestler. But I think just, Mercedes- just your all-time favorite female. She's just your all-time favorite female. Period. It's true. It's very true. Yeah. Uh, but I think Mercedes. I think Mercedes is going to take the belt. I think she's okay. going to be the new Impact Champion. Um, won't be won't be sad if she doesn't, but right. I, I, I kind of think it's Mercedes time. Okay. It would, again, I don't, it's tough to call, so wouldn't surprise me either way. Uh, either way, I think it's going to be a, a banger of a match. Yep. Um, can't wait to see it. Yep. But uh, good luck to both and, ladies. And we get to. We both have Impact yes. Plus, so we, we will get to see this. Yeah. We both get to see that. Yes. And it's, it's late again. It's 10 p.m. Eastern time, and there's no yeah. AEW to blame. Yeah, it's, they're not getting out of the way of AEW this time, so not sure. So why why are you keeping me up so late? Impact? Yeah, it's like goodness, man. Um, but hey, it's at least it's on Saturday. At least it's it on is Saturday. on Saturday. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and tag title match. Who you got? Ooh, tag titles. Uh, I, I I don't see the inspiration winning and then losing right back. Nah, I'm with you. So I, I think they keep it again. Rosemary is one of my favorites. Won't be upset if they get, you know, rewin the championships, but I, I think the inspiration finds a way to hold on to it. 
yep. regardless of whether they win the match. Right. They will right. retain the belts, I believe. Yeah, uh, I agree. But yeah, uh, of course, we also had uh, a number one contendership on the line for the Digital Media Championship. Uh, and they had a four a fatal four-way match with Chelsea Green. Matthew um, Ray Walt. Uh, Alicia Edwards and Jake something Jake something yes and I that's really, his actual that's his actual name if you're yes, not familiar yes. for those who yeah. are not familiar we'll, it actually is Jake something <laughs> we're not forgetting his last name yeah um I really enjoyed this match I thought it was quite well done I thought Chelsea Green had some great moments in this match yeah um and of course she ends up winning mm-hmm. and is your new number one contender so we're gonna get Chelsea Green Versus Jordan Grace. Which now that I'm excited for. That's going to be a good match too. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I hope they get more time than what we're seeing on these Tuesday digital exclusives. Yes. Yes. Because this was just under four and a half minutes, this match. Yeah. You know, give them at least 10. Give, give them 10. 10. Yeah. I'll take 15, but I mean, I'm right. I'm at least 10, at least 10, at least 10. Um, I haven't seen this match. I, it's probably happened. I'm sure it has, but I've not seen these two wrestle each other before. So I'm looking forward to it. Yes, most definitely. Um, and I, this isn't part of Turning Point, I don't believe, is it? Not that they've said, unless they announced that tonight or something. Okay. Um, I, don't, I don't know exactly what they're going to do with this title. If it's only going to be defended now, like on, I mean, they could do it. Well, I mean, they could do it because it's not a formal pay-per-view. Yeah, and it is on Impact Plus. Right, it's on Impact Plus, so why not? So this could there. be, yeah, why not throw it on there? If they do... Who you got? Jordan. I think so too. I think she retains. Yeah. When the match happens. Um, again, won't be upset either way. Love yeah. both these performers. Yeah. Um, but I think I think Jordan's gonna hold on to it. Yeah. Um uh, like I said, we have the battle of the belts uh with WWN, and uh, we got some results for you. Of course, I bad experience, have to call out WWN a little bit couldn't get signed up to watch this on the replay i know you watched it live yeah um and you're gonna fill us in but uh hopefully any future events maybe i can actually get to watch with wwn if they'll let me get signed up properly yeah. but uh what went down uh well first we had well it, this was not just a straight up shine event this was called wwn battle of the belt so it was a mixture of shine as well as some men from the WWN promotion, whatever that is. I don't know what that is. Um, I mean, I'm sure it's not called the WWN promotion. It's called something else. I just don't remember what. I was watching for the Shine stuff, and we had three matches, and it's called Battle of the Belts for a reason. They were all title matches. Mm -hmm. So we had the Wode. Wode! Defending the Nova Championship against Lexi Gomez, and this was pretty good, and it, it went almost 11 minutes. So that's not bad either. Uh, they got some time and the Wode successfully defends her Nova championship coming up at shine 70 on December 12th. She is defending that championship against Santana Garrett, ah. um, who will be treated better than she is on AEW. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's good. They were teasing that at shine 69. Um, I'll miss the rhyme. When I say shine 70. Uh, I, liked, I liked saying shine 69 it rhymed um so we got we got the setup for it there and so now we're gonna get the payoff on the 12th uh we had 
the we had Dangerous Lee, who is Kimberly and Stormy Lee. So mm-hmm. their their tag name is Dangerous Lee. I like it. I think is, yeah, it's clever. Uh, defending the Shine Tag Team Championships. I almost said Shine Women's Tag Team Championships, but that would be redundant. Yes. The Shine mm-hmm. Tag Team Championships against the Hex. Marty Bell and Allison Kay. And uh, a, another good match. I'm, I'm really, the more I see of the Hex, the more I like them. Um, I mean, that's nothing against Dangerous Lee. They're good too. But I just, I'm seeing more of the Hex. I'm seeing them all over the place. And uh, they won. So they are the new Shine Tag Team Champions in addition to being the NWA. Ah, yes. champions. Um, right? NWA. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I'm watching so much. You're right. You're so, right. So many promotions. Yeah. Um, I wanted to make sure it wasn't Ring of Honor, uh, but they don't have tag team championships. Um, all right. Yeah. So the Hex are now double champions, and uh, it looks good on them because they work really, really hard and they're a great team. So um, be curious to see kind of where they end up in the future, whether as a unit or individually but right now i don't think they're worried about it i think they're having a good time right now that's double double tag team champions in two different promotions so congratulations to them um i didn't expect that by the way i didn't think that was going to happen ah yeah so i was surprised by that then the main event and it was the main event of the show not just the main event of the shine matches it was the main event of the whole show we had uh ivelisse velez defending the shine championship against natalia markova this was the longest women's match of the week uh keep in mind our weeks go from thursday to thursday thursday afternoon to thursday afternoon so yes yeah that's our week um 17 minutes 34 seconds i don't know what happened here (laughs) Um, i know you you texted me um and see if to see if i I had a chance to watch it and what I thought and I obviously didn't get to see it and I was like what went down and a little bit of a screwy finish something it, it, to me it looked like it ended in a way it wasn't supposed to uh Natalia Markova hits Ivelisse with the DDT and goes for the pin they're near the ropes and the ref is counting one two and it's very close Ivelisse does lift her shoulder and reach the ropes but the ref hits three anyway and we have a new champion and I I have no idea if it was supposed to go that way and was just supposed to look questionable like a questionable decision by the referee or if Ivelisse just didn't kick out fast enough for the referee and the ref just went ahead and counted three uh, risky thing to do in the main event of a show with your promotions world championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> if it wasn't supposed to change, yee. Um, yeah, I, I have no idea, no idea if it was supposed to happen that way or not. And I kind of like that to be honest. Yeah, the fact that we are questioning it that gives it that aura um, of intrigue. I think. Yeah, uh, and uh, congratulations to to natalia markova because she now i think a bunch of belts right now four championships four. i believe yeah yeah i'm not so, sure what the other ones are i'm still i'm still learning all the indie stuff yeah she's belt collecting though and that's cool um mm-hmm. and uh you know interesting to see where they're going to go for if this is going uh, to be built into the storyline if it's supposed to be yeah well um, they have a rematch at shine 70 so you know lead up to that we'll see have to be 
keeping track of those social media accounts. Yeah. See it, how it, that it, plays out. It felt to me like it wasn't supposed to happen that way. Eva Lise looked pretty frustrated with the whole thing, but then she could have just been playing it up because she just lost a title. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't know, but I'm intrigued by it all. Yeah. Um, cool. So overall you enjoyed. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm really looking portion. forward to, to shine 70 and, you know, full, full women's card again. Um, and that will be December 12th. I may or may not be out of town that weekend, but even if I am, if, if I can't watch it live, I'll still watch it before we record that week. That's, that's a big weekend too. You got that on the 12th, the 11th. We've got the ring of honor show. Yep. Final battle, uh, final yep. battle. Yep. It's going to be a big weekend, big yep. weekend. The 11th is also my grad, my school's graduation. Yeah. Ah. Including my surrogate daughter graduating. Right. Yeah. So big weekend and I may be leaving town for a wedding ah. the next day. Yeah. So goodness. Yeah. Lots going on. <laughs> Lots going on. Let's uh, move over to, uh, as we said, some, some ring of honor and honor for all um, talking about some holiday. Yeah. Great name, by the way. Yes. I, I love the name holiday. Um, so this was kind of their ring of honors. Um, it, it wasn't a pay-per-view. It was like their digital service event, mm-hmm. um, a live event that crowned new tag team champions. They had a women's match and the winner gets a shot at Roxy on their Christmas episode. I don't know when that is. I don't know how that's going to play out because Christmas is obviously two weeks after final battle. Right. I, I, I don't know how that's working, but um it was Holiday, Trisha Dora, Quinn McKay, and Vita Von Starr. And a uh, solid match went just under 14 minutes. And uh, it was a lot of fun. And Holiday does get the win. I didn't really have a prediction here. Um, I, I guess uh, if I had to predict, it would have probably been Trisha Dora. But I think Roxy, I know Roxy actually successfully defended against her over the weekend um, at a show in Texas, I think. Um, so that would explain maybe why not. And it'll be somebody different. So Holiday versus Roxy. Um, assuming Roxy gets through uh, final battle. I, I, again, I don't know how it's all working. I don't know if the holiday match is going to happen before that. Is a Christmas episode going to happen before December 11th? Um, I don't know. But this upcoming weekend on Ring of Honor television, which you can probably find in syndication. You don't have to have their their uh, digital service to watch. We have that other triple threat match to determine. So Willow won the first one and then she'll face the winner of this one, which is Mandy Leon, uh, Trisha Dora and. Oh. Uh... <laughs> Allison K. Allison K. Allison K. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so the winner of, that one will face Willow, and then the winner of that match will face Roxy at final battle. Um, and where does Miranda Alize fit in all this? She was on commentary for this match, uh, the four-way with the one, the Holiday one, complaining that she's not getting a rematch with Roxy. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know if we're going to get a new resolution to, to all of this stuff with everything going on with Ring of Honor. Um, I don't know, but I hope so. I told you I got to go back and uh, watch finally the match between Roxy and Miranda Alize. Yes. Yeah. And that was 
really good stuff. Really, really good stuff. Yeah, you're, um, you're really digging on Miranda Alizé. Yes, yes. Uh, I told you she is. Uh, she's an artist, and she's a lot like Sasha, a lot like Momo, in that she builds a story. She works her character into it, and it's all one presentation for her. And she makes the physical action about the emotional story that she's telling. And she's she's a, a craftsman for sure. She's fantastic, and Roxy is great too in a, in a different way. She she's an an amazing baby face, just uh, can really play for sympathy um and she i mean both of them are great physically as far as the the action and stuff they don't overdo it but they're exciting and yeah it was yeah it's what i love about wrestling wherever they go i hope they end up at the same place because i want to see more and i want to give a shout out to quinn mckay i did see some clips of that that four-way match Mm -hmm. and that incredible brutal looking tope suicido she did yes man a lot yes. of times you see it and it's it's like they go outside and they kind of push the other person right but she just pancaked right on top of her just wham yeah. i yeah. was like Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> yeah yep it was Good on you that was awesome looking uh we can uh, we'll go ahead and talk about this since we're talking about willow we're talking about trisha dora um they both worked the ew tapings this week ah um so looks like aew is taking a look at them both of them are great we've talked about willow before and how much fun she is willow nightingale is what she often goes by ring of honor it's just willow um i have mixed feelings though about them being at the aew tapings because we've seen how aew does with their women yeah which is barely feature them we get like one match on a show and then you know three minute matches on dark or dark um elevation so uh, i think they've already got a lot of women that they aren't using and so i don't know i'd like to see these ring of honor women make their way to impact again and, and we've said it and i and it's definitely true impact has the best built women's division yeah overall as far as presentation mm-hmm. care in how they present it to you and mm-hmm. storylines, everything. I think the booking, the booking, the time that they give them yeah. is, is definitely head and shoulders, I believe above everyone else. Like not yeah. even close. Yeah. Not even close. Um, so yeah, that would be really cool uh, to see them catch on. And yeah, I think uh, impact would be a better destination. Yeah for them yeah um i mean obviously we're not talking about shine we're talking about promotions that also have men yes, yes. yeah um i mean I, I, if they catch on anywhere i'm down <laughs> yes you know, absolutely down. absolutely yeah. um, as it is they don't get to wrestle a lot on ring of honor because ring of honor doesn't have a lot of television yeah. and so we don't get to see them much there either and so wherever they end up i just want to see more than i'm getting to see now and I, I'm afraid if they're an AEW, eh, it's probably not going to happen. And the one thing I, we've actually been forgetting about, especially with you know the news of Ring of Honor, is we do have another women's promotion that is coming back. It's true. That they could catch on with, and that's Women of Wrestling. That's true. Wow. It would be a year, though. True. It would be a, a long way down the road. Um, but, you know, maybe... If, if they don't catch on somewhere else and they just continue on the independent scene, working for different promotions, and then maybe once WoW is up and running, if it's success, bam. Yep. You could build your roster with some, some name talent really quickly. Yeah. 
be really good. Um, Ring, Ring of Honor's uh, website, by the way, has sales going on starting uh, t- today. If you're listening to this on Friday, the Black Friday sales, and and if you're a member of uh, 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 the their Honor Club, you get an extra discount on top of it. They have like fifty percent off DVDs. Oh, nice. Um, 15% off t-shirts. Um, I might grab me a Roxy. They don't have a Miranda Alize. She has some on Pro Wrestling Tees. Ah, yes. Um, but Ring of Honor doesn't have any. So I might, I might grab me an official Roxy shirt. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. And, and just to throw out, we said it last week, you know, if you support, uh, if you want to support some of your favorite, uh, wrestlers out there on the independent scene or even on the main rosters, buy some merch. Yep. It's a great way, uh, to show love and also to show, the promotions that they are worth investing in and yes. that the fans uh, have taken a liking to and want to see more of them. By- yes. Uh, and I don't think anybody cares more about that than Vince. Yeah. Vince, Vince yeah. and the WWE, that's a big, big thing. If you move yeah. merch, you'll get pushed. Yeah. Unless you're Bray Wyatt. Unless you're Bray then, Wyatt. Then you get released. Um, but otherwise. Otherwise. You, you, yes. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you get pushed. Yeah. You get pushed. Uh, but buy it, like we said, buy it in a way that benefits them. Don't buy bootleg because yeah. it's not helping them. So buy from their official store and processing tees or from the promotion they're working for or something like that. If you, if you want to whine, you want to give WWE money, whatever, you got to pick. You, you either give WWE money as, as well as giving, you know, whoever Alexa Bliss money or you don't give Alexa Bliss money. So you either have to support them or not. Um, if you just buy, you know, a shirt from a dude in the parking lot of the event you're going to, they're not benefiting from that at all. No. Um, so yeah, buy merch. Uh, yes. Let's, uh, I guess, jump into stardom next. Yep. Um, yeah, uh, um, Oh, we had more Ring of Honor though. Oh, I'm we had, sorry. Uh, oh, sorry. Women's, yeah, women's over, division uh, Wednesday. Sumi Sakai, yeah. Yeah. Sumi Sakai. Um, defeating Ashley Vox. And we haven't talked a lot about Sumi Sakai either. She was the very first Ring of Honor women's champion. Hmm. Um, okay. And then I guess they just, you know, retired that title for whatever reason. I kind of, I lost track of Ring of Honor for a while. Um, and so, but she's still with the promotion. And so um, she was beaten by Roxy in the tournament to determine the new champion uh, in the first round, nonetheless. Um, but she's a, a Japanese legend. Um, the first time I saw her was actually in a match with Hana Kimura. Um, oh. When they brought, when uh, Stardom sent some of their roster over here to the United States to work some Ring of Honor shows. Or, uh, yeah. Um, or was that, was it Ring of Honor shows? Or was it um, a, a New Japan show that was over here? I'm not sure. Mm. But it was a show in the United States. And Sumi Sakai did take on Hanukkah on that. And that was my first exposure to her. And then when I started watching Ring of Honor again to uh, keep track of the women's division, she was part of it. And I was like, hey, I know her. Um, so she she gets a win over Ashley Vox here. And again, nothing on the line, just a nice little match on uh, women's division Wednesday. You don't need any money to watch women's division Wednesday. It's free on their YouTube channel. Um, and it's every Wednesday and it's, it's only one match. And sometimes it's a repeat match, which ah. I think they should fix. Well, <laughs> again, I guess they can't do much to fix it now, but yeah. Um, in theory, in theory, it would be, it would have been nice if, you know, there weren't any repeat matches. Um, but in, new match this week. 
in Austin theory, it would make sense for them. <laughs> yes. Yes. But yeah, good stuff. Uh, let's talk about those tag league tournament results. Yeah, this was the end of it. It's over. It's done. It's Finito. done. Yeah, Stardom had one show over the last week, and it was a good one. Uh, they finished off their 2021 Tag League tournament, the Goddess of Stardom tournament, where the winners get a title shot against Julia and Shuri. I guess whenever Julia is back. Um, <laughs> the caveat being, Julia said if Shuri and Micah won, they would be the new champions. She would give up the titles so that they could be the new champions. They didn't win. <laughs> so <laughs> didn't matter. Um, so what it came down to is the blue stars side or the blue goddesses side. We had a three-way, a three-way tie. All seven points with Starlight Kid and Ruaka, Mayu Watani and Rin Ketakura, and Momo Watanabe and Izumi. And because of the way the matches between those three teams played out, Momo and Izumi move on to the finals. Ah. Um, and then the red star side, it uh, was not a tie. Well, it was. Um, no, it, it was. No, it was a tie. It was a tie between Utami Hayashishita and Saya Kamatani and Hazuki Inkaguma. That was a tie. And when they met earlier in the tournament, they'd had a draw. So they had to have another match. Ah. So um, Hazuki and Kaguma had wrestled earlier in the night to, let's see, who did they take on? They took on uh, Fukigan Death and Saki Kashima. They beat them. And then Utami and Saya won their match against Tameka and Natsupoi, which meant both of them were tied. And so then they had to face each other again so this was the second match for both teams. Hazuki and Kaguma win. So Hazuki and Kaguma take on Momo and Izumi in the finals. And Hazuki and Kaguma are your champions for 2021. So Momo and Izumi, they won last year. I didn't think they would win this year. It would have been a fun story if they'd won twice in a row. And like you were talking earlier about Mickey, I wouldn't have been upset. Right. It was Momo. Um, but I, I wasn't expecting them to, and uh, it was quite a story too. Hazuki and Kaguma having to fight through three matches in one night to win this tournament, and um, they they did it. They beat uh, Momo and Izumi, who had only had two matches. But the way they did it, they did the red block earlier in the night. So Hazuki and Kaguma had two matches, but then they got to rest. Okay. And so when Momo and Izumi won their match, they didn't have any rest period before Hazuki and Kaguma came right back in and they had their second match. Ah, okay. So it kind of evened out in that sense. Um, yeah, so it was, it was exciting. And um, we've got uh, a big show coming up next weekend. And uh, I don't know when Julie is going to be back to defend these titles, but it was a fantastic show. Fantastic show. So uh, definitely go out of your way to check it out. Yes, definitely. Awesome. Well, congratulations to them. Definitely. Uh, I'm looking forward to Julia coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think we all are. Whenever that happens. Yeah. Um, And I said last week, too, that I kind of was pulling for Hazuki and Kaguma a little bit because Hazuki's been really, uh, she's been moving up my list. She's been winning me over very quickly. Um, I, again, I wanted Momo and Izumi, but I wasn't expecting it. So out of the ones I thought had a shot, I was definitely pulling for Hazuki and Kaguma. So I'm perfectly fine with this. 
Awesome. Um, let's jump over to AEW and we'll start with some Rampage. <clears throat> we had Jade Cargill taking on Santana Garrett and destroying her. <laughs> yeah. Not the shortest match of the week, though. No, no. Not the shortest no, she, match of the week. She, yeah, she did hang in there at least that long. And uh, we, we kind of built up and got some more drama wrapped into the TBS uh, tournament picture as Red Velvet was at ringside uh, and kind of gets involved after the match, attacking Jade and uh, Smart Mark eating some cake. Eating some cake. And I called that. You did. The you cake out that. there. You said, uh, I think one of us said, who's going to eat the cake? Because we knew somebody was going to. Yeah, I thought maybe Jade would. I thought Red might get it over on Jade, but you're like, no, Smart Mark's eating that cake. Yeah. Um, Jade, Jade's too, we have to take her too seriously. I think it would it would hurt her whole aura that she has going on to get a cake dump on her head. So yeah, Smart Mark was the guy to take that for her. But, uh, and, Bill- and they have their match uh, this week. Yes, yes. Uh, looking forward to that. Uh, and like I say, that that one, that's a program and a rivalry that's been built for quite some time because they were in opposite corners when uh, Shaq came in and that tag team match against uh, Cody. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they were the partners. Yeah. So interesting, interesting, interesting. Um, moving on to Dynamite, but continuing with the TBS tournament, we had Nyla taking on Hikaru Shida. And uh, Nyla advancing over Sheeta. Uh, lots of shenanigans during the course of the match, though. Right. Um, but it it's kind of cool because now, uh, no matter who wins the Statlander Ruby Soho match, it's going to be you know face and heel dynamic for that match. And Sheeta and Serena can continue their uh, kind of storyline and rivalry going on, which right. I've enjoyed immensely. And she helped, uh, she yeah. being Serena Deeb helped Nyla win this match. Yeah, so at least we got a, a, some good advancement for multiple storylines here out of this one match, which was really great. And I will say this, uh, um, as we were referring to earlier about, you know, we're just not getting many matches on Dynamite. And again, we only got this one, but we at least got uh, three or four segments that had some women and was advancing storylines mm-hmm. and build. So I, I like that. I thought that was good. Um, well, there's been a rumor that was addressed this week by Sean Ross Sapp. Yes. That the network had asked them to only have one women's match per show. And that got shot down. It that- was shot down. Yeah. So, yeah. So it is just, it's how it's basically how AEW is booking and, we can only hope that that kind of changes. Um, well, Tony Khan wants everyone to know. Yeah, we can, we can just kind of skip a few <laughs> things ahead and go ahead and talk about this with Tony Khan having uh, a, I mean, a tone deaf response to a question. It's just. He had a moment. He had a moment. He had a moment. He did not come off well. No. Um uh, he was asked uh, during the media call after Full Gear, I believe it was, or leading up to Full Gear. I can't remember if it was before or after. It was before. It was before. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we were talking about it before right. on, uh, over the weekend. Um, and was basically asked about, you know, the 
doing all an all women's, women's event, all women's show because of other promotions doing it. And we do it. And he kind of just blew past the question and talked about himself and how he should be getting more credit than he's been given for lending out AEW talent specifically to NWA Empower. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, he was, it was all about him. It was all about me, him. Me. Yeah. And, yeah. Why am I not getting credit for this? I'm paying these talents. I'm, I'm, I'm giving these talents out. And dude, that wasn't the question. Yeah. And like, even if I want to try and, and, and I guess soften the blow and sit there and say, it's like, maybe in his mind, you know, he was trying to say, I am contributing to this stuff, but he just did it in the absolute wrong way and just came off like an asshole. <laughs> like, he, he, he did. I mean, what she was trying to ask, well, it was a perfectly reasonable question and it yeah. wasn't in any sort of way accusatory. No. She was just asking, would you be willing to do an all-women's show like Impact did, like NWA did? Mm-hmm. And his basic response was, I'm doing enough already. Seemingly, as a man, like I say, that's how it came off. It really did. Yeah. Now, he did apologize in private right. to uh, this uh, reporter um, who I name escapes me i think it's sure i think it's denise salcedo okay that sounds familiar uh i i'm sorry if i'm butchering that name uh the last name uh specifically but um i have seen her name pop up in other places doing interviews Mm -hmm. and podcasts and stuff like that um but yeah just really tone deaf from tony and hopefully he rethinks and chooses his words more carefully in the future yeah i mean great apologizing in private but that didn't change his response which was essentially a non-response yeah i apologize for being rude all you want but we still don't have an answer to that question yeah and you're still avoiding it you haven't come back out and answered that question and the facts are aw has the roster to easily pull off an all show yeah Easily. And now if they're and if they're looking at Willow and Trisha Dora and who knows who else, yeah, they're wanting to make it bigger, you need to be giving the women more time and not just on your YouTube shows. Yeah. Um, and then just jumping into full gear real quick, of course, uh, we did get a chance to watch the, the pre-show match. Um yes. which was a tag match with Nyla and Oh, I'm going to forget. I have forgotten. Um, it was uh, Jimmy Hitter and Nyla Rose. Yeah. Against Takara Shida and Thunder Rosa. Yes. And this it was a decent pre-show match. I really liked it. Was. it. Uh, all four of these are very talented individuals, and they put on a good show, a good kind of pre-starter to the pay-per-view. Um, and, uh, of course, later on in the night, we had the title defense, uh, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Uh, defending her AEW Women's Championship, you didn't against, do the point. You huh? didn't do the trip. You didn't do the triple oh, point. D- that's right. D M D M D. Taking on Ty Conti, uh, and uh, this was good. I, I really enjoyed this. It did suffer, but not because of them. Um, the pay per view as a whole, I'll say, I really, really enjoyed. Uh, but it was kind of just banger match after banger match. And there was going to be a time when the crowd had to take a breather. Unfortunately, that time 
fell during this match. And they got into it by the end that the crowd came back, but they were just, they were just exhausted at the beginning of the match. And you could tell that Ty and Britt were, you know, I guess you say feeling it, but they weren't feeling the crowd. Yeah. Which kind of made the match seems like it was getting to us off to a slow start, but it really didn't. Um, they both tore it up. Uh, of course, uh, Britt retained her title against Ty, but I don't think that story is done as we saw on Dynamite with the video package. Uh, Ty saying, you know, I've learned from this and next time I'm going to get you. I'm going to be ready. Uh, Do you think it's continuing right into a rematch or that's just her way of saying this loss doesn't hurt me. I'm still a top contender. And then maybe down the road sometime she earns a rematch. I don't know. And considering that I, I don't know that they really have anyone specifically on deck, except for maybe Thunder Rosa based on, you know, the backstage thing with, with Brit, yeah. where she's like, don't mention her name, blah, 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 yep. bring it up. So I think maybe Thunder Rosa could be next. Cause but, the last we saw those two go at it was that big, uh, uh, no DQ match or whatever it was. Oh yeah. The hardcore basically. Mm-hmm. Um, where Thunder Rosa got the win. Yeah. It got, got unsanctioned. It was unsanctioned. unsanctioned. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a hell of a match. Uh, so yeah, it could be that could maybe we'll do Thunder Rosa next uh, and then maybe tie down the line. Um, and how about building Riho back up? Can we do that? Yeah. Now we did get a, a decent match on dark. Uh, yeah. The six woman tag, uh, which I, I, I liked a lot with um, Nyla, the bunny and Emmy Sakura versus uh, Riho Statlander and and rio mizunami yes so that was on dark and then the night before that they had the same match only instead of statlander they had sky blue yes yes um but really enjoyed the the match on dark thought that was great um Mm -hmm. but uh yeah so (sighs) hmm rio should get built back up yes she was their first champion and now it's she's just kind of an afterthought. Yeah, she's just on the the YouTube shows. So, so this is what we're talking about. Like we need more from the women on the main shows. Yeah, and and, and if you want to build them, you got to give them. You got to give them more spots on the main programs. Yeah, and um, programs. Yeah, not, yeah, not just one match on Dynamite, one match on Rampage. We got to get more. I mean, yeah, doing some storyline building with some of the vignettes and getting a little extra time for them on Dynamite was welcomed mm-hmm. but we need better than to, nothing yeah better than nothing but we need to feature some more matches and AEW is still kind of feeling out how to balance their talent roster um i think i think it happens on the men's side for them too not to segue but i mean they do have a lot of talent and figuring out how to get everybody featured does seem to be a little bit of an issue yeah uh, that they're falling into so hopefully they'll get that sorted out uh let's jump to some nxt um i know you were super excited about robert stone doing a little scouting (laughs) of uh, persia parada and casey lennox casey lennox made her uh her wwe slash nxt debut 
Um, now, I hate handicap matches, Tim. <laughs> Come on. Like, why? Why? So, Persia Parado wins a handicap match in less than two minutes. I thought this was going to be the shortest match of the week, and then I watched Dark afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, NXT is going to get it this week. Oh, no, no. Um, it was a minute, 48 seconds. Persia Parada beating Jenna Levy, or Levy, and Gabby Stevens. Gabby Stevens is Casey Lennox. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, it's so funny. Not haha funny. It's interesting to, to watch different talents react to the same thing in different ways. You've got some talents that are like, oh, I don't even want to go to WWE. I don't want to be on NXT. I want to be anywhere but here. And then you've got Casey Lennox who shows up, gets squashed with a two-on-one advantage by someone who really isn't even that much bigger than either one of them were. Right. Uh, like if, if, if she was Nia Jax or something, I might be okay with it, but I, I, I don't care that quote unquote Jenna Levy and Gabby Stevens were not established talents. There's still two people on one. Uh, yeah. Why couldn't it have been a one-on-one match? I don't understand. Um, but you've got Casey appearing on NXT, getting squashed with a two-on-one advantage in under two minutes. And then she tweets out later that night, Poppy, I did it. Like she's so happy about that. Mm-hmm. And then you've got other people who aren't happy no matter what they get. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just an interesting, you know, it's a matter of perspective. And, and sometimes I think we need to have perspective like that. She was very, very appreciative. And um, she got a lot of nice comments from her followers and her fans. And uh, she tweeted out that she loved everybody. And yeah, it was a really good night for her and i know jenna levy apparently is is on um the independent scene some too i don't know her um but good on her for making it as well i'm sure she was excited too um so i i I like that wwe knows who they are apparently Mm -hmm. and has their eye on them i hope if they give them a chance they give them a chance yeah (laughs) and don't bring them in and then release them in six months before they get a shot to actually do anything. That's the fear. But yeah, I, 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 Casey Lennox is another one. I really like, she, she's my style. She's more grounded. She's kind of a technical type wrestler. And uh, I, I enjoy what I see from her. So I hope to see more of it. Yeah. Um, I agree on all counts there. Uh, let's jump into uh, the big setup. And uh, of course we had, um, well, kind of the big match as advertised was uh, Raquel versus Dakota. Lots of things going on with this match and around this match. Beforehand, we had uh, Dakota and Toxic Attraction talking in the back, and it seemed like you know they're not really on the same page and blah, 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 which was just smoke and mirrors. <laughs> we get to the match, and of course it ends basically – Lots of interference, lots of brawling going on. Toxic attraction hits the ring. Out comes Zoe Stark on crutches. Yeah. Uh, which good to see her back on TV, even though obviously mm-hmm. she's going to be out for a while. Right. But hands the crutch to Io Shirai, who comes down to help make the save. And then Cora Jade's in the ring as well. Um, and, you know, they kind of finally clean house and then 
Io Shirai just grabs the mic, says two words, war games. War games. And so it looks like Toxic Attraction and Dakota Kai taking on Raquel, Io, Cora, and a mystery partner. Somebody else. Savio Vega. And I think, as I have to pay homage to it because it was so awesome, I think there's a 33 and a third chance (laughs) that it's going, and my fingers are crossed, that it's going to be uh, Kaylee Ray. Ah, I think there's uh, a good chance of that. Yep. I yep. Sort of hope. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited for that War Games match. Yeah. They're going to tear it down. I'm, I'm yeah. really excited for that. And good on Cora Jade for yes. finding herself in that spot, too. Yeah. She's 19. Maybe she just turned 20. Maybe did she just have a birthday? I don't know. I'm so. imagining that. She I might think... have just turned 20. Um, but she's 19 or 20. And look, she's in War Games. That's fantastic. Yeah. Good for her. So, I mean, talk about a, a big future ahead yeah. for her, I believe. Um, sky's the limit. So, yeah, really looking forward to that. I think that is going to be awesome. Um, we don't know when War Games is yet, though, right? They haven't made any official uh, announcements. It's in December. December, December. I want to say 9th, but I feel like that's not a Sunday. December. Oh, is it going a- to be an actual NXT pay-per-view? Yeah. Ah, okay. yeah, they've 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 got um, what day is it? They've got takeover coming up. NXT. I'm going to do a search for it here. Take. Um, that's um, I, um, <laughs> I don't know how to look for it in a way that's going to get it to me quickly. Um, <laughs> I, I thought that they weren't doing any more takeovers this year, but no, you're right. There is the one in December. Next year, uh, December 5th. Okay. December 5th. War games. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, so, um, so it's like, <laughs> that's like what, two weeks. When is that? Yeah. It's, it's coming right up. It's um, yeah, that, the week before your big busy weekend. So that, that week's going to be yeah. crazy. That is, that's going to be a seven day stretch of some crazy craziness on wrestling. Yes. Um, between that final battle, <laughs> yeah, uh, shine seventy. I think did you say it was the twelfth? Yep, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Lots and lots of good stuff. Um, let's uh, let's go on into Raw. Oh, let's into- do uh, NXT UK. Oh, that's right, NXT UK. That's right. Yes, yes, yeah. So on this week's NXT UK, we did only have one match, but it was one I was looking forward to: Aaliyah James and Nina Samuels. So they were building to this match for the last couple of weeks. And um, Aaliyah James gets her second win. She beats Nina Samuels. I'm telling you, Aaliyah James is the future of women's wrestling. She's going to be huge. Um, after the match, she was in the back being interviewed about her, her big win, how, she, how excited she is. She's thanking the fans, saying she thinks fans being back is really giving her an edge and energizing her. And she walks through a door and she gets attacked by Isla Dawn who is doing this thing where she attacks people and then takes like a souvenir. So like, she took her headband or her hair, hair, hair tie, or what? I don't, I don't know these things. I don't know what these things are. Her scrunchie. <laughs> yes. Yes. I think, yes, I think that's the word. Um, so I don't know what's going on with Isla Dawn. If, uh, if she's doing that to everybody, it doesn't feel like it's the beginning of something with Aaliyah James, but how would you not? <laughs> 
want your scrunchie back. That's true. Although I will mark out and be the biggest Isla Dawn fan if she uh, comes out dressed as the Repo Man. (laughs) (laughs) Instant classic. She has to. She has to use the music. Yes. Yes. One hundred percent. Yes. Oh, Repo <laughs> Man 2.0, Repo Woman. Repo Woman. Be great. Um, <laughs> that, yeah, but why? Why would you repo a scrunchie? <laughs> like, aren't there more hey, worthy things? If you can't make the payments, I'm just saying. <laughs> I, yeah. Well, uh, all right, all right. Yes, that's true. Um, <laughs> but Aaliyah James with another win, and uh, it, honestly, it kind of looked like Nina Samuels was having an issue keeping up with Aaliyah James a little bit a couple of times in this match. Um, Aaliyah is a, a quick one. Um, she's very quick, but uh, yeah, it was a solid match and um, I'm glad Aaliyah won. I was afraid she might not. The WWE NXT has this habit of building up a face for a big match against a heel and then just having them lose clean. And <laughs> it's never a good thing. And I was afraid it would happen here, but it didn't. So good on Aaliyah James. Can't wait to see more, and uh, we're getting more of her than we have been. So that's good. Excellent. Uh, of course, WWE also had their uh, tribute to the troops. Of course, this is filmed a while back, but yeah, um, it did uh, debut this past Sunday, and we did have a match on there with the women. We had Bianca taking on Liv Morgan. Yeah, holy crap! Right? Like yeah. what? Like what? <laughs> let's just let's just take two of our top names and just put them in the middle of a show on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> And what I think is funny is, uh, well, it's not funny, just ironic, I guess, maybe is what I'm looking for. Uh, but the fact that, if I'm not mistaken, this was taped before the uh, the draft. <laughs> oh, when they were both on SmackDown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So interesting that they still, it was still two women from the same brand wrestling. Right. Just not the brand they were on when they actually filmed the match. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, and Bianca gets the win. And so now, you know, that is a bit of an issue because what they didn't know when they filmed this was that Liv was going to be the number one contender. Mm-hmm. And so now Bianca beats her clean, uh, but no shame in that, but poor timing. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you want that to happen right now. Because, uh, you know, like we were talking about, Liv did win the Fatal 4-Way to earn the title shot. But mm-hmm. other than that, she has not been winning matches. They've been booking her to lose. And so it it's hard to believe that she has a shot at beating Becky. Right. Um, and let's, uh, let's kind of, let's just talk about that a little bit. Let's just go ahead and jump to um, Becky real quick. She comes out, she cuts her promo on Raw. Uh, and... Uh, yeah, as we've said it many times, uh, that was not a heel reaction to her coming out. She, she was wasn't. presented as the face. Yeah, does the the rundown on Charlotte? Crowd's loving it. Yeah, this is face Becky. Then we bring out Liv, um, and they have their confrontation, and it's it's like they're juggling the crowd. Yeah, it's it's it's. I don't like it. <laughs> I'll say they, they, including Becky, they, they did as good a job with it as they could have. Yes. Given what they were asked to do, Becky flipped a switch 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've been, I've been critical of her heel work, but she was pretty good with it here. I, I wasn't crazy about her burying Liv and pointing out the losing streak. You, you don't want to typically make your opponent look weak because, you know, if you beat them, then so what? If they're weak, it doesn't mean were, anything. It's like you were right. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you then everybody, people are going to think, you, well, Becky was right. Liv's nothing. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, so, you know, but it also did succeed in getting sympathy for Liv because when she did that, when she was making fun of Liv for not winning many matches lately, the crowd was booing Becky for it. Mm -hmm. Um, that says something about Liv too, and how much the crowd loves her. Um, they did a great job with this. Yeah. And I love how it, when we got to the end of it, I liked it because, Liv got to stand tall. She gets to pick up the belt. You got Becky doing the don't touch my stuff. You know, <laughs> that's yeah. fine, you know, which was great. Making her come off as just the whiny heel. Right. So, but again, that, like you say, the, the flip got switched. I just would have. I think pre- the switch got flipped. <laughs> what a, the flip got switched. Is that what I said? <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. I like yeah. it. Um, anyway. Yes. The. <laughs> switch got flipped right um uh i would have preferred this as two different segments yeah it would have been easier would have been easier but again they did as good as they could with it yeah um and i i think my biggest problem is because of the it's just the timing of everything because it's kind of as we've talked about with survivor series it's just why should I care at all about Survivor Series? You're juggling too many things. Why can't we focus on Survivor Series and next week have this interaction with Liv? That's what I'm saying. Two different segments. I would have had Becky come out, just talk about Charlotte. Let that be the end of it. Maybe mention Liv. Maybe say, you know, I've got Liv coming up, but I'm, I'm going to get through you first. Yeah, and then next week we pick back up and we have the second part, which was Liv coming out in the confrontation between the two of them, setting up for the future match. And this I, week they could have given Liv a win over somebody. Yeah, uh, literally anybody. <laughs> yeah, literally anybody. Um, but yeah, it just seems like they're they're trying to cram too much in as we get into Survivor Series. Uh, so very it's interesting but let's 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 back up a little bit we had bianca did have a match against tamina uh, on raw so tamina siding yes uh and uh picks up the win rather handy fashion it seemed like (laughs) yeah yeah um and then dewdrop basically (laughs) echoed what you just said yes basically (laughs) yeah like hmm i'm just lurking i'm gonna let you handle your business but me and you. <laughs> yeah, gonna... she, she, she said, we'll deal with it after Survivor Series. Survivor Series, me yeah. and you're going to have a little thing going on. Although, I, uh, and we'll talk about this when we get into the preview, but I think uh, Dewdrop will be involved in Survivor Series. Oh, and, we'll probably see her, yeah. And probably cost Bianca, if yeah. I had to guess. Yeah. Um, but um, uh, Becky, of course, the other side of this, as we get into the whole Survivor Series uh, outlook, well, actually, I want to jump back real quick because we did have a couple other women's matches on Raw. Um, oh, yes. Involving the tag team champions, even though they weren't, wasn't a tag team match. Um, we had 
uh, Nikki taking on uh, Queen Zelina, mm-hmm. and then Rhea taking on Carmella. Yeah. Pure 50 50 booking with the team. Yeah. <laughs> Zelina picks up the win over Nikki, and then Rhea picks up the win over Carmella. Yeah. Both matches, decent. You know, uh, I mean, okay. Zelina and Nikki only went 245. Yeah. Um, I, I, I did, I liked the Rhea and um, Carmella match a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, they decided to make it hard on me. They started the match during the commercial. Oh, <laughs> come on. Horrible, horrible. So I, I gave it what we saw. We saw 409, but it was longer than that. I just don't know when it started. Ugh. WWE, come on now. Don't start matches during the commercials. That's yeah, that that's bad screwing form. me up. Bad form. Um, but as that uh that's gonna build us into Survivor Series, but Becky and Charlotte coming up at Survivor Series, uh, there's the two sides of this match. There's what we're being presented on TV, and then there's the social media side. Uh, and Becky shoots on Charlotte and Rick on social media. Uh, Rick even fired back a little yeah, well, bit. Well, not just on social media. Becky was shooting on Charlotte and Rick in an interview. Well, yeah. A te- well, yeah television right. interview. A television interview. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, they're, the WWE's really kind of clinging to that work, shoot, work, shoot, work, shoot kind of thing. And I, again, as we've talked, I think the issues backstage are real. I don't yeah. think that is a work. I think that is definitely a shoot, and WWE is trying to get as much mileage out of this match as they can by integrating some of that gingerly into the storyline because they're not going full on into it because they're not mentioning certain things. And it's just... Uh, Becky, like I say, in these interviews that is really talking about it uh, and even other talent uh, such as Beth Phoenix uh, mm-hmm. was asked about the, the backstage issues and problems and, and her kind of take on it. Um, and she said, uh, you know, this stuff is not new. These problems backstage between personalities and, and specifically in the women's locker room, this is not a new thing, but here we have two of the top names of the company. And so a much bigger light is being shown on this, uh, even though this is not a first by any stretch of the imagination. Um, But yeah, this, uh, well, Rick tweeted that he might have to fly to survivor series to watch Charlotte, you know, beat the crap out of Becky. However, he said it, um he capitalized every word (laughs) whatever those words were he capitalized every one of them um and said that no amount of choreography would protect becky so like that got in that that became a shoot yeah and then when becky was being interviewed and i forgot who was doing the interview it's a pretty i mean it's a well-known guy who was doing the interview was that the unscripted was i don't know i don't know if that's what it was called um, but she was asked about it and, um, she said that she had a, re- a response and she decided not to do it, um, because he was a legend at one point, she said, and, um, the fact that he's jealous of her 
is saying something and that she just finds him sad. Yeah. And that he's um, kind of dug his own hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then she was asked about Charlotte and uh, she talked about the belt exchange and how one thing was supposed to happen and everyone was supposed to have a moment. And she expected Charlotte to take Becky's moment away from her. She said before they went out there, that's what Charlotte's going to do. And that's what Charlotte did. And so backstage, Becky got heated verbally. She said not physically because she had mm-hmm. a dark match. And um, she was then asked uh, straight up, is Charlotte hard to work with? She said, yes. And then straight up, are you going to be glad when you're through this match at Survivor Series? She said, yes. Mm. Just straight up. Straight up. Yeah. So I'm, I, I tell you, honestly, I'm still amazed because we were talking before we, we started recording the show that normally around this time, there is some sort of championship switch. Yeah, it seems like it's happened every year for the past couple of years. Men, women, just all over yeah, the place. Both titles, sides. Are, titles are changing right before Survivor Series. Uh, which is, it's fun because it sets up interesting dynamics going mm-hmm. into Survivor Series. Puts a little more excitement into the show. Uh, considering that nothing, because I mean, really, when you look at Survivor Series, and this is my biggest gripe, uh, not only with the way they've built this year, which has been horrendous absolute atrocity um but there's nothing on the line it's like you sit there and say brand supremacy but who freaking cares yeah what's it mean Ooh, oh the red brands like the only person who actually has had any kind of voice and we're venturing just a little bit off content here but roman reigns is the only guy who's been coming out saying like you know smackdown is superior to raw yeah He's like the only guy who's had a through line in the whole brand supremacy thing. And it's again, I like, there's nothing on the line. There's no incentive kayfabe or not being presented to us. Why one team at survivor, like the women of SmackDown, if they win, they all they get is bragging rights. And one of the bigger problems is what really makes it suck is you just had a draft a short while ago. So some of these people, how, how are they supposed to be all woohoo my brand? Right. Yeah. <laughs> they just got here. Yeah. It's like, come on, like do the draft at a different time or do it after survivor series. <laughs> so that at least if you're going to tout brand supremacy, there's something that makes the fans and the wa- people who watch the product feel invested. Because there's no investment here. Right. And like I say, we've, we've talked, I really want them to bring back kind of the traditional survivors where, you know, you've got a rivalry between like one person or a tag team, you know, kind of thing going on and they go and they pick their teams and those teams fight each other. So at least there's some kind of rivalry built into a storyline. Right. As opposed to forced matches because of who the champions are. And I mean, really outside of the elimination matches, this should just be called night of champions because that's what it is. It's champions Mm -hmm. versus champions. Yeah. That's really what survivor series has turned into. And it's a shame because survivor series is a big four pay-per-view, right? Or at least it was. Yeah. I don't know that I consider it a big four anymore because it, it doesn't have, when you look at, 
the traditional big four, Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam. SummerSlam, WrestleMania, and Royal Rumble are big shows. Marquee events with matches you feel you can't miss. They build months of programming around these events. Then you've got the fourth one, Survivor Series, which we got a build of less than two weeks. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> I uh, getting on my soapbox. I'm getting, I'm yeah. getting heated. I'm getting heated. <laughs> yeah. Heated. Well, yeah. Like you said, at least if there was something on the line for the brand, if if I mean, I don't know. I don't know what that could be, but. Like, yeah soul survivors on a team get future oppor- like a future opportunity uh whether it be a you know a championship opportunity or you know something or tie it into the royal rumble uh you get a, a better chance at a spot like in the yeah. last 10 spots to come out in the rumble or something like that you know yeah something make make it feel like the matches are important because right now they really don't feel important right at all (laughs) even the i mean even the champion versus champion match at least i mean becky and charlotte we've got this drama surrounding it yeah it feels like there's and i again i'm still kind of amazed that they're going through with it that that this match will go on although as i said before they're both professionals yeah, it's a business. They're going to get in there. It's going to hopefully go as it's planned and happen. And that's kind of what Becky was saying. Yeah. Because like, that segment didn't go as planned. She doesn't feel like she can trust Charlotte to do a match as planned either. Yeah. So, you know, what if, what if Charlotte decides to go into this match and no sell? Yeah. Or, you know, and again, there's been rumors of some sort of screw job backup plan, <laughs> uh, possibly uh, swirling around. Again, strictly rumors comes from yeah. places like Meltzer, and so yeah. not credible and, at and, all. And, and look, if Meltzer is reporting it, then you think like Charlotte hasn't heard about it? Yeah, so, <laughs> so. like it wouldn't get back to him, right? So. I'm sure she'd be on the lookout, but I hope it doesn't cast a cloud to destroy the match before it even happens. Yeah. Because I think the two of them can have, and they've had before a hell of a match. Yeah. Most definitely. But these champion versus champion matches have given us some fantastic matches. Yes. Uh, Last year we had Sasha and Asuka, and that was amazing. amazing. Daniel Bryan and Brock Lesnar is one of my might be my favorite Daniel Bryan match. AJ um, Styles and Brock Lesnar. Yeah, uh, Ronda and Charlotte. Yep. When it I was mean, supposed they're... to be Becky and Ronda, but yeah. So, but yes. So coming out of Survivor Series, I'm often like, man, that was fantastic. But yeah, going into Survivor Series, it doesn't really matter who wins. Yeah, and for me, it's a business standpoint. If the point is for you to get as many viewers as you can, you have to build. You have to give people a reason to tune in to watch it live as opposed to, well, I'll just catch clips online or I'll just, you know, get the results later Mm -hmm. or I'll just watch raw to see what happened in SmackDown. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, But yeah. So uh, I think all eyes from a 
I guess a scandal standpoint and, you know, crazy drama standpoint is going to be on this match. Right. Becky and Charlotte. Um, so who you got? Oh, let's do it. Let's do our, our two match survivor series preview here. Let's start with <laughs> Becky and Charlotte. Uh, I, I think that's how I'm going to do it. I got Becky. Yeah, I do too. I, I think she is the one that they plan to have win this match. Okay. <laughs> right. Right. Whether right. it goes down that way because of who knows. And again, it's that's the one thing that's kind of exciting. And the one match that has some excitement in it as far as a something on the line as far you know just the real drama yeah makes it intriguing and as to what's going to happen but yeah i've got becky to win that um yeah (laughs) maybe we'll get a surprise maybe tony will get her match against charlotte on smackdown and win (laughs) tomorrow or tonight (laughs) and just throw a whole wrench into everything i somehow doubt it but that would be exciting that's it would be exciting it would be exciting um but yeah, let's move on to the uh, the traditional elimination match for the women. Uh, and now that we have complete teams, thanks to that announcement earlier today. Of course, on Raw, we've got Queen Zelina. Uh, we've got Carmella, Bianca, Liv, and Rhea Ripley uh, taking on Sasha, um, Natalia, uh, Tony Storm, um why am I forgetting people? Uh, Shotzi. Shotzi. And Shayna. Shayna. Shayna, yes. Um, hmm. Okay, well, let's, 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 since it's elimination style, who do you think is the first eliminated on each team? If both teams have people eliminated. Well, that's true. That's true. Um, I'm going to say... Uh, I, I don't think it will be a clean sweep in either direction. No. And, and speaking to that, actually, I want to jump back a second. Another issue I'm starting to have with a trope that WWE is falling into way too much. And it's accentuated even more in uh, the Survivor Series matches this year for the team matches anyway, is the can they coexist? Right. Everything now is can they coexist? Yeah. That's another thing I hate and why I want the traditional Survivor Series stuff back because you had a team that was unified against another team that's unified, which made it more exciting. Yeah. Instead of, okay, on Raw, we've got obviously Carmella and Zelina have a problem with Rhea because they are just fighting, uh, you know, kind of thing going on. On SmackDown has a problem with Carmella and Zelina too. Yep. You got Shotzi and Sasha who have a match tonight. Yep. Uh, you got Shayna who has a problem with everybody. You yeah, got- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Natalia who has a problem with anybody. I don't know. You know, it's just like it doesn't seem like there's again, it's brand supremacy, but there's no unity. So again, why should we care? But anyway, um, back to your prediction. I'm say Carmella on Raw. Okay, and Natalia on SmackDown. Yeah, I've got Natalia for the first elimination on SmackDown on Raw. I'm going to go out of limb. 
Bianca. Because of Dewdrop? Because of Dewdrop. I think Dewdrop will cause Bianca to get eliminated. I just don't think it'll happen first, but it could. I think it would build the, I guess, intrigue of their matchup. Right. And the drama behind that. And if it does happen that way, I just hope it doesn't happen like right off the bat. Like yeah. from wrestle for a while. Right. I don't want to see Bianca gone in like two minutes. I want to see a uh, Sasha Bianca showdown. Yeah. That would be because I mean, again, that's another great thing about these matches is you get some of those showdowns and, and, and reminders of great matches. Um, I want Sasha this to come down to Sasha and live so badly. <laughs> I, uh, I don't think it does. I don't think and, it does. And the only reason I say that is because of Shotzi and Sasha on the yeah. same team. I somehow think, even though they're on the same team, Shotzi is going to cost Sasha. Yeah. And cost uh, Sasha I was, to get eliminated. Yeah. I was I was maybe thinking that too. Um, I man. do think my prediction is that Liv will stand tall and and Raw will win. Okay. And I don't know. I, again, I don't know about Soul Survivor, mm-hmm. but I think Liv does survive and is on the Raw winning team. Or maybe Liv picks up the final pinfall to give Raw the win. Mm-hmm. Say that. Um, so that, that's, that's my, my prediction as far as winner goes. It's, it's going to be Raw, and I think it's, it's uh, due to Liv getting final pinfall. Man, I can definitely see Liv and Rhea surviving. I can see that. And that's why I said I don't know if she be Soul Survivor because I think Liv, I think Rhea might, she's going to be the, uh, we'll say the wild card in this match because she is definitely the powerhouse in this match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I think she might get a couple eliminations. She might clean some house. Mm-hmm. Including causing Carmella or Zelina to get eliminated <laughs> via Good. a, a uh, riptide uh, to her own teammates. <laughs> man, I man, Ugh. I'm thinking maybe uh, when it comes down to the pinfall, it'll be Liv and Shayna. But I can see Tony Storm surviving too to give her some credibility Ooh, that's, to yeah. face Charlotte. Ooh, Tony. Ooh, man. Okay. I ooh. Ah. I don't want either team to lose. Because either Sasha has to lose or Liv has to lose. Ah, man. I'm gonna call a SmackDown win. We'll keep it interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh man. Suddenly I really care about this match. <laughs> Everything you said was wrong, Tim. <laughs> you're full of it i am t- i guess we worked ourselves into caring about this match. we did <laughs> oh goodness oh goodness uh but yeah so that's a i'm, I'm interested I, i'm gonna be obviously excited to watch the pay-per-view because i'm always excited to watch the pay-per-views but again it's just not with the same reverence i would have for other shows but again, um, on Monday, uh, we might be saying, how awesome was that pay-per-view, as we've done right. before with Survivor Series. Right. Again, the gripe is with the build, with the lead mm-hmm, into it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. 
yeah, I'm definitely excited for the elimination match. A lot, a lot of women I really like in that match. So hopefully they do not WWE screw us and make this a quick match. Right. I don't want to see this whole match over in 10 minutes. Right. Please, God, give them 20. Yeah. Give them at least 20 minutes. Yeah. Showcase the ladies. Um, but yeah. Okay. Well, that kind of goes uh, for everything in our rundown for the show today. But of course, it's time for our May Young Give Them a Hand Weekly Awards. Thank you so much. Thank you, May. Of course, we've got our favorite match, our favorite performer of the week, and our favorite moments. What you got for match for us this week? All right. Match for me goes to a starter match I didn't mention. Oh, okay. It was part of the Tag League Tournament. It was between Lady C and Wakaskiyama against Tom Nakano and Mina Shirakawa. Neither team could win their, their block. So it was basically just for points. Um, Lady C and Wakaskiyama had zero points going in. Tom and Mina had one point going in. Pre-match, uh, they they did an interview. They they always do well, not always, but they often do pre-match promos, talking head promos. And uh, for Tom and Mina, who by the way have a match against each other next weekend for the white belt, Ooh. Um, Mina said we had more points last year. We did better last year. I wonder why that is. And Tom was like, oh, I mean, I don't really know. And uh, Mina said, I've got something to show you. I'll show you out there. And then she got up and she walked off. And Tom was like, I don't know what that was. And so Tom follows her out and they have the match. And the match is amazing because you can buy this tension between Mm -hmm. Tom and Mina. And you can buy, oh, maybe they'll let Lady C and Waka get a couple points. And there were near there was miscommunication after mis- miscommunication between Tom and Mina and near fall after near fall. Um, I was buying every one of them. I thought, Oh, this is it. This is it. And no, it was a kick out. And then um, it was a new finisher that Mina came up with. And uh, it basically, she, she hooks like a curtain call. Uh-huh. And she lifts like a curtain call, but instead of dropping on their back, she drops them on their head. She does. She drives. Yeah. She, she Ooh. turns it into a driver. Um, and that was enough to win the match for the cosmic angels. Uh, but it was a, tr- it was a, a match about a story. All the action was made more important because of the story. There were two stories. There was a story of Tom and Mina having issues. And then there was a the story of lady C and Wakaskiyama not having any points. And I totally would have bought the issues causing Cosmic Angels to lose and getting two points for Lady C and Wakaskiyama. And it was such a fun thrill ride because it didn't matter who won. Didn't matter who won because neither, neither was going to win their block anyway. So everything was up in the air and uh, it felt, it felt important, even though the points didn't matter, like who's line, (laughs) but, (laughs) but it was important because if you're the white belt champion, you don't want to lose a match to Lady C and Wakaskiyama. 
You don't want that to happen. So yeah, it, it was it was a lot of fun and it was a fantastic, fantastic match. I liked it better than the final, which was also a great match. Ooh. So that's my match of the week. All right. Uh, for me and what I got to see this week, I am actually going to give it to Mercedes Martinez and um, Madison Rain. Oh, wow. I, I really liked their match on Impact. I thought it was really good. Okay. I thought it okay. was really good. And, and again, uh, with the, the Mickey involvement at the end, again, great. And as we said, man, Impact just knocks it out of the park with the women's division. The build to this match with uh, Mickey and Mercedes has been excellent. Yeah. Excellent. So can't wait for that. But yeah, that gets my match of the week. Okay. Who do you think sh- uh, had the brightest shine this week, performer-wise? I, I, I is this a cheat? I don't know, but I got to go with with Kaguma and Hazuki. They okay. win three matches in one night, including against last year's winners, and uh, they cement their their friendship, their new team, and their stable. They give Stars a big win, and so yeah, it was a huge night, and they they wrestled some great matches too, especially that final. So. Hazuki and Kaguma, you get it for me this week. All right. A little bit of a cheat for me because I didn't actually get to see the match, but based on everything I've read, I am going to give my Performer of the Week award to Natalia Markova for becoming ah. the new Shine champion uh, and the fact that she has four titles. She's a belt collector. Yep. Go get it, girl. <laughs> yep. Keep yep. racking them up. Uh, all right. Your favorite moments. All right. <sighs> You ever go to speak and forget what you were going to say? All the time. On this show. (laughs) On this show. And when you do that, you often think to yourself, "Uh uh-oh. Becky, uh uh-oh. I know it annoyed the crap out of people, and that's why I loved it. It was such an amazing little piece of obnoxious heel work from Charlotte mm-hmm. on the mic. And <laughs> you know, it 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 did as much to turn Becky into a heel as anything because the crowd was going with it. Suddenly yeah. they were they were cool mocking Becky by going, oh, oh. I thought it was hilarious. It was simple, but it was effective and it was grating. And that's what made it work. And that's why I loved it so much. So I loved Charlotte's oh promo. Loved it. That's cool. I like it. Uh, for me, uh, it goes to Rhea Ripley. Uh, for my favorite moment during her match with uh, Carmella, I absolutely loved, marked out, laughed my ass off at the spot where she nightmared up instead of hulked up. Oh. Carmella s- smacked her on the back. And she mm-hmm. gave her that no cell turn and that mean look, and then went went to did the fake punch, and Carmella screamed and turned around, and then she smacked her on the back. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it yep. was just funny. I loved it. I thought it was great. I got a real there, big chuckle out of that. There was a similar moment in the match I was just talking about, Cosmic Angels against Lady C and Waka, where uh, it was near the beginning of the match, and Tom Nakano was just getting just double teamed and just dominated by Lady C and Waka Skiyama. And finally, she manages to kind of 
catch a breather and she's just laying there and Mina's like, ah, and she gets in the ring and she grabs Tom by the, by the wrist, drags her over into the, into their corner and reaches over to tag. But instead of tagging on the shoulder or tagging her hand and, and Tom is just sitting there propped up against the turnbuckle. She's sitting on the mat propped up against the turnbuckle and Mina (laughs) reaches over and tags her by smacking her in the face, like on the nose. <laughs> she went whap. <laughs> and that's how she tagged in. And it was little things like that all through the match that really added to the storytelling of that match. But I laughed out loud. It was so funny. It was a, a funny <laughs> sight because you never see that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, that's our show this week, guys and girls. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, uh, let us know what you thought. If you have a comment or want to hear us talk about something specific in the world of women's wrestling or even tell us what your favorite match or matches were from the week, let us know. We'd love the interaction. You can find us on Twitter at plus wrestlecast. That's P L U S wrestlecast. You can find me at Timothy K. You can find Steven at bizarro doom. Uh, you can email us at P O S wrestlecast at gmail.com you can even find us on facebook just search for the positively wrestling podcast and of course podcast available virtually everywhere that podcasts are uh currently able to be consumed at uh again thanks for one year everybody happy birthday birthday. um let us know what you thought of the new intro the new intro music i love some feedback But you guys have a great weekend. We will talk to you next week here on Positively Wrestling. Take us out, Steve. Have a good weekend. Enjoy Survivor Series. Enjoy the Impact one, which is not Hard Justice. Turning Point and Matane.